art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Emerald City Video, this is Russ. Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is another new episode of our new, or another episode of our new release wall. I guess new episodes of the new release wall is kind of redundant. <laughs> As opposed to those old ones. Exactly, exactly. For, for those of you who are going back and listening to us talk about, hey, look at that. <laughs> it wasn't Bruce Springsteen, weird. It wasn't, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so this is Russ and Zach. Hello. And we're going to be talking about Blinded by the Light, which is... Uh, New film from the producers of Bend It Like Beckham and uh, starring uh, a whole bunch of people who I didn't think to look up because yeah. uh, it's a smaller movie and there's no really big famous people in it. Yeah. I mean, there's a handful of people that you go, oh, I recognize them. Yeah, his father is one of those character actors who, like, if you need an older, kind of stern-looking yeah. Middle Eastern also, man. Also, uh, his his uh, best friend's father... His uh, first best friend, I guess, because yeah, like, yeah. he has the second person who I assume is his best friend. But anyway, his first friend, his yeah, father, father is, what the fuck is that actor's name? Oh my god, uh, very famous British comedian, comic actor. Yeah, it's, and, it's not Bill like, Nighy, but he kind of looks like him. I can't think of who it is. He's much younger than Bill yeah, Nighy, yeah, but yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm blanking on it too, but anyway, but yes, um, that, that we, sort of guy are, I totally recognize. Yeah, we are... We are uh, doing this in the car so we're we're not prepared yes uh, <laughs> because you know it's so much different than when we yeah did at home and we're totally, I, well i wanted to make a joke that we're hacks and frauds but i think that's a behind the basket <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um yeah. the venn but, diagram of our listeners and anyway <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just us it's yes. a venn diagram <laughs> um but uh yeah so this film is if you haven't seen trailers about uh, a Pakistani English kid uh, teenager who becomes obsessed with Bruce Springsteen and starts trying to essentially live his life by Bruce's uh, aspirational message. <laughs> and uh, well, what do you think, Z? I uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I liked its um, like I I just really liked its like pure fucking enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, like the random kind of musical numbers yeah, that they it, had through the streets that were not only, I guess, kind of a surprise, I mean, not spoiler surprise, but like yeah, yeah. a surprise because it was just, you know, it was kind of those moments mm-hmm. uh, in incredibly more pure musicals uh, or I don't know, I don't know, there's probably, a, there's probably a specific word for the type of musical where it's not like, oh, there's musical numbers. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, no, the kid, he's just listening to it on his headphones yeah. and his friends know the lyrics as well, so yeah, they're singing it's, along. Yeah, it's like... It's, people are kind of just reacting because it's a fucking Bruce Springsteen song and yeah, they hear it's, him Yeah, it's like diegetic, I guess, but it's not quite that because, like, diegetic is just, like, no people are aware the music is there, yeah. whereas, you know, <laughs> Even but, though whenever I think of the scene, think of that sort of thing, I'm thinking about... <laughs> There's a scene in Cradle of Rock where Orson Welles yeah. is sitting next to the director of the music, uh, the writer of the musical, Mark, uh, Mark Blitzen, mm-hmm. and he goes, I just don't understand people breaking out in song in the middle of things. <laughs> <laughs> it's never made sense to me. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this was, uh, I think that the, the, the style choices of, like, pulling... You've seen in the trailers, like, the thing of, like, the lyrics floating around yeah. on, is, as text on the screen. 
and I wasn't positive to the the extent to which that would actually play into the movie yeah. or versus what it was on the trailer. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much exactly what you see on the trailer. Yeah. They they had it, and and um, I actually I liked it. I liked the fact that between that and the musical numbers, um, the times when the music really takes over is a little bit surreal. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a movie that's fairly grounded otherwise. Yeah. Um, I will say that there was some some odd choices in terms of like some camera angles and stuff yeah. they, they use a lot of extreme close-ups and because it's set against like the late 80s when it, the fascist movement in the uk was emboldened by thatcher and starting to harass minorities yeah uh every time they did an extreme close-up like when he was across the street at his friend's house i kept expecting one of the fascists to like run up behind him yeah, because I thought there would be a moment like that. Yeah, too. they had established yeah, so. early in the like that he got chased and he took refuge at his friend's house. Yeah, uh, and and so it's just one of those oddball things where like, I, and it might have just been like me, but I felt like it was no, one no. of those things that, you know, the language of cinema trains you to expect certain things. Yeah, and it's like when you have a person who's being pursued periodically throughout the yeah. movie, and then you have yeah. extreme close-ups of a. Like a, a positive, warm moment. Uh, yeah, I, like, I, I think that that it's honestly since it doesn't happen, and I honestly don't think it was. I don't think that the camera angles were that that way to build that tension. No, I don't think so either. I so, think it's like a. I, think I it, don't think it's a spoiler. It never happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this before you go see the film, don't worry. He yeah. never actually gets attacked. There is some. Uh, well, I mean, there is there is a moment later on in the film, but you can see it coming, and but. It's yeah. not like he gets surprised attacked by that by the random uh, fash that you yeah. see um, spray painting the wall. I guess earlier. he technically is a neo-Nazi because there's swastikas in at least some of yeah, the. But random it's, yeah. fash, I think, works. But uh, um, yeah, <laughs> the uh, uh, I, I will say that was that was a nice kind of surprise is the fact that they used the uh, like the political climate of Britain yeah. in the 80s to um, to give it a little bit of an emotional anchor to help to really like you see a lot of these movies and especially these movies that are made by contemporary American uh, Middle Eastern folks and it often is kind of dismissive of like their native culture because like we're in America and we are like you know becoming American etc etc and and certainly there's an element of that in the main character yeah but uh, in Javid but I feel like it's not pervasive in the movie because the movie still has a lot of reverence for Pakistani culture. And I think part of that is grounded in the fact that you have, like, these garbage people who are trying to burn that out of him. Yeah. And so, periodically, no matter how much he doesn't... Like, he's at loggerheads with his family and with his family's traditions and things. Yeah. uh, He gets kind of drawn back to traditionalism a little bit by virtue of the fact that, like there are these terrible bastards who want to get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... I, I think it does it... Um, honestly, I think it, there was a production, like, bend it. And mm. I think that, honestly, I, I don't know if it's they're associated or what, but, like, the bend it, uh, bend it uh, like, Beckham. Yeah, it's it has the same that, producers. Oh, it is the yeah. same producers. Yeah, then I use them. Yeah, it has that same kind of feel and arc, which, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, you know... It, yeah. It's, uh, the, which there's a pretty, you know, there's a good reason for it, but yeah. I, I don't remember, I remember there being kind of the general, like, racist dude, yeah. like, something, some, somewhere in that film, but it yeah. was, that film was, 
thing. But I, I this is something that I, I, I really li- uh, like the way that they use the, um, the background, um, especially since it was, you know, I, I, everybody in the film was going, oh, nobody listens to Bruce Springsteen anymore yeah. because it had already, like his. Because Born was, in the USA, the tour had ended. Basically. Yeah, yeah, it was between Born in the USA and Tunnel um, of Love. Uh, which, you know, but... Actually, but, because it was 1987 in this movie, I kept waiting for the moment when Tunnel of Love was going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> because, like... Um, but it was... Uh, but I mean, just say... Uh, just because... It also... It was nice because it established, like, everyone fucking knows... Yeah. Bruce. Like, and he's one of the... I think... The, I, I, I don't know how, well, how... I don't know his enormity at the mm-hmm. time uh, in the UK. I assume the fact that he sold out everything yeah. was big enough... Um, but, uh, the fact that he, that everyone knew the lyrics, everyone knew yeah. kind of because like in those big dance numbers and things yeah. like that, usually that's kind of like, wait, why do they know the random song that yeah. he's listening to? How do they know how to dance? Like, because there I, is one real life, like everyone's singing and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, no, no shit. Like, yeah, no. Just... It's actually too, I like the fact that, uh. In each of the musical numbers, like the big, like the actual musical musical numbers, which I yeah. think there's only two that are like actual like musical yeah, yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah especially. Um, in each of those, there's at least one person who is not having it. Yeah. And so it like it it it's like the the idea of bathos, like the, yeah. the you take a great dramatic moment and undercut it with a joke, which the yeah. Marvel movies do so much. Yeah. Like it's kind of like that, except it's not humor that they're undercutting. It's like the moment of the musical. Yeah. And so, like, it, it, again, it kind of takes something that, like, should be... Like, it, it, musicals are its own kind of weird genre with its own weird conventions. Yeah. And I think that part of this is that it's, it doesn't really fall into that category. And so when they do traipse over to that side of the fence, they feel the need to, like, undercut it just a little bit to, like, wink and a nod, like, we know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it's, and it's interesting because any of the any of the sequences like at first I thought like the, the one where he's singing to uh, the girl that would be yeah. The, yeah. Um, he's singing Thunder Road and yeah. right it was Thunder Road right? yeah, yeah. Um, and he like I at first I was like wait was that a dream sequence? Because they cut to a, a slightly yeah, was, different color thing, which was weird It was, and I think that that was like him kind of fat I think that that actually was him dreaming of it going, I don't think that full dance number was going on. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's hard to say though dancing, because like he, but... he and the other guy were clearly singing. Yeah, and yeah. and like I, so the the extent to which the rest of the world was participating. Yeah, uh, was is is questionable. Yeah, but yeah, because they did establish like a little bit that people were. Yeah, but I mean like that was a full fucking dance number. And yeah, like, exactly. And everybody also, was dancing and everyone was singing. You know, so it was like a little bit over the top. Yeah, which... and and also it was that thing of like it, that was the moment of him like approaching the girl for the first time. Yeah. And the next time they like approach one another for the yeah. first time, there's no acknowledgement that he was like singing a romantic song yeah, yeah. at her in the public square. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, but other people other than her were reacting to him singing like the yeah. girls around. So, but like it, it is, it, it, I, I kind of like that because it actually was just like either one of them could have been kind of dream sequences yeah. to some level. Um, obviously the one running around town was, wasn't as much, which I, yeah, the, which I dug, which the born know. to run one was, yeah, was yeah. interesting because like it, well, it started out as very much like, yeah. no, this is happening in real time. And then yeah, it yeah. cuts to like, 
them having like wacky adventures and it yeah. so it becomes very quickly like it, essentially it goes from being a concert video to a music video yeah. very quickly where you're like, like oh you're on the other side of town but singing the next lyric yeah exactly. Uh, which is yeah, that that doesn't happen <laughs> again i think that was a family guy bit where they're yeah. just like you're like oh wait did we just stop talking for like five minutes while we came to the next place <laughs> but uh but I think, it's actually one of the most common editing problems in like any movie. Yeah. Although it's in a musical, you can't really call it an editing problem. Yeah. Like it's just a choice. Yeah. But like in so many movies, that's the I, thing where it's like you cut to the guy yeah. in the car saying the next yeah. word, and you're like, this, oh. This was. I mean, this had a really. I'm actually I'm actually really surprised that it's, it's getting the scores that it, that it is. Like I I universally like this just, mm-hmm. and I I don't know if this was. Billy Joel, if I would like this as yeah, much. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. It's like it's really hard to because like, for me, there's a lot of songs in here that I don't think people will know or at least know well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the Promised Land is actually used as like the refrain in the yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. Like they they not only do the thing from the Promised Land that you see in the ads, but then also like the Promised Land comes back four or five times yeah. in like different versions and in instrumental versions and like and and so that's used like very aggressively and I yeah. think that a lot of non-Bruce people probably only vaguely know The Promised Land yeah I'm not, and then like Jungle it, Land is in there it, it'll be interesting to see um, when this comes out what later in uh, I don't know what, whenever the podcast Come, it comes out on Friday yeah. we're recording on Monday yeah um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this how I doubt it'll be you know more than a couple million dollars just because no, it's, it's the type of film yeah. that it is um, but um, it'll be interesting how if more than just Bruce fans go to it, which yeah. I mean, if, if just Bruce fans go to it, then you know it'll do fine numbers. For yeah, it'll what make it is its money back like that. But um, like the the screening we went to today was actually like a Bruce Springsteen fan screening, <laughs> yeah. which like is uh, they they marketed it on Facebook directly to people who have liked Bruce Springsteen is how that yeah. like it's how I I found it. Yeah. Um, and in, in Syracuse, there were, like, several screenings. The one that we did not go to at Movie Tavern was almost sold out in a smaller theater. Mm-hmm. We went to the Carousel, or to Destiny, which was, like, a bigger theater, yeah. and it was pretty sparse. But as yeah. you're filing out, it's like, no, there were 30 people going to a $2 million movie the week before release. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I assume it'd have to be more than a $2 million film just to get the rights for Bruce. But, yeah, that's, uh, the, weird, that's, that's the weirdest yeah, thing, is that, like, is... music rights are, like notoriously expensive yeah. and it was a Warner movie which Warner Brothers doesn't have ties to like any of the various people who represent Bruce's music mm-hmm. so it's like no you really would have had to buy that it's not like Bruce can just yeah. wave a hand on it you know yeah and I didn't see there was one name that looked really familiar in the producers that might have been tied to Bruce but it wasn't like Fremantle or I I, I don't rem- I, I at this point yeah. I don't remember the name but um but it, I didn't see, like, oh, it's produced by... Yeah, you know, yeah it wasn't produced by John Landau. Yeah, it wasn't produced like, by Springsteen. It wasn't produced yeah. by, you know... <laughs> I, on the other hand, you know, Bruce is probably, to me, t- t- totally the type of person who, who clearly met this guy yeah, a bunch yeah. of times, you know, and just be like, yeah, go ahead. Cool. And it's based on a book, <laughs> yeah. and so, like, I, I feel like there's got to be an element of, like, I'm sure Springsteen is well aware of this. Like, yeah. even aside from the fact that the, the closing credits have photos of him with the guy in, yeah, like yeah, his, yeah. at his real current age 30 years later yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's it's a but thing yeah. that he would have been yeah. but yeah um, I, I really 
I was I was pleasantly surprised because like I wanted to like it because of my love for Springsteen. Yeah. Um, I thought that they did a lot of interesting things with the movie that I wouldn't have expected because yeah. we were talking beforehand. We were kind of worried that it was going to be just kind of saccharine and adorable, yeah. and I don't think that's the case. No, no, no. Um, it feels a little bit like not the movie as much, but of the but the book of High Fidelity. Yeah. Uh, or Fever Pitch even, where it's like he becomes obsessed and then he has to find a way to apply the obsession to his real life. Yeah. And to make his life better using it instead of making yeah. his life about it yeah um which is i mean that's i guess a spoiler but not really because it's thematic yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but that's like it, to me because i like nick ornby i saw those parallels and i was oh that's kind of neat mm-hmm. um I, I agree with you like there were there were moments that i was like choked up and that i was really engaged that yeah. were that centered on like a lot of the music cues and like for me part of it honestly is as a Springsteen fan as a like a lifelong Springsteen fan who's also a big movie nut (laughs) there are music cues in here that I like I have pictured in my head over the years yeah yeah and so like it's the fulfillment of something that I kind of made up yeah Yeah, I mean how many times we continually just talk about (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. on long road trips, we just were like, wouldn't it be great to have a film that's just all the spring- characters from Bruce Springsteen albums? Yeah, yeah. And like, obviously this isn't that, but it also, no, but it... it's like, oh, finally, because also Springsteen's not a guy that you get too many. Yeah. And I've never understood whether it's a rights issue thing where yeah. he doesn't allow it or it's too expensive. Because, But even in like massive blockbuster things where you could he, afford it, my... I my understanding is it, that he's pretty stingy with like he, he basically needs script approval and yeah. obviously big blockbusters are not going to give random yeah. people script approval yeah. because that would mean releasing the script to you yeah but um, it's just it's just interesting because I'm like I you know yeah. when's the last, high fidelity had a little bit right yeah and, I mean know, and, but it's and like you get certain ones will make their way into things more than yeah. others because like and and often I think the ones that make their way into other things are the ones that are already the most nakedly commercial and not some yeah. like glory days yeah. finds its way into stuff yeah. uh glory days a cover of it a terrible terrible cover of it within cars three. Oh my god yeah um yeah no I'm offense to audrey may who's actually good but i'm surprised that there's no covers in this which was yeah i was kind of surprised i was i was like expecting i was, I was expecting, I was expecting like pakistani. a pakistani yeah, exactly, musician to yeah. do a cover yeah which is funny because there's like a, pa- a pakistani pop song yeah. In the closing credits that follow, because like Springsteen has a previously unreleased song that rolls over the closing credits, and yeah. then after that, there's a Pakistani pop musician who contributes the last song to the mm-hmm. thing. And it, I, I like it would have been the perfect place to have the a Pakistani pop musician yeah. cover a Springsteen yeah. song. That by the way, that's something I really liked uh, in this film, and I I, I want to read his book now too, which is um, because I I really dug the fact that it didn't bash any other music. Yeah. Um, because I mean, or rather, always... he he did slightly and then had to walk it back. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I'm a jerk for that. Yeah. And that anyone who does that is, you know, yeah. kind of looked at, you know, like basically, people are like, even honestly, even when they're, you know, quote unquote bashing Bruce, they're not yeah. really. They're just like, no one listens to him anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, it's just like it was very much a like, and again, like <laughs> to me as somebody who's like. Because, like, Born in the USA gave a lot of people Bruce Burnout because mm-hmm. that tour went on for, like, three years. It was the <laughs> highest-grossing tour of all time for, like, 20 years. Yeah. I think it didn't get overturned until, like, uh, the Stones in 2000 or something. Yeah. And so, like, at that time, it was like, no, there had been three years of every radio station everywhere in the world constantly playing yeah, yeah. Born in the USA. Yeah. And, like, people were burned out and there was yeah. no new record. So it was like, no, we're, we're done with this guy. Yeah. And it and it it's something. Uh, I mean, I think the reason why personally it hit really hard uh, 
is that not really hard. It just I it, like it. It spoke to me yeah. in a way is that first as like first as again weird. They, they there was a line in there where they're like, "That's the music like your parents listen to." Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, no, been told that my entire life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you know, like going and to Springsteen concerts and having the fifty-year-old yeah, ladies yeah, exactly. be like, "How did you find it?" And it's, it's like, and it's one of those like, <laughs> this is the least of like, yeah. it's not like we're listening. You know, this yeah. is not even like listening to the Cure or something like that, where we're like my Phillips you know, T-shirt like, that I'm wearing. Right yeah, now. I, or no, but I'm saying in the way that like we're not outcast because oh, of yeah, it. yeah, it's yeah. just especially and in like activist groups like yeah. as, a, as like a lefty where I'm continually trying to be like, no, you need to listen to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like he was yeah, yeah. to his girlfriend who's like a yeah. Nelson Freeman, Nelson Mandela, yeah, yeah. you know, sort of thing. And, and, it's just and like... even the thing where they were trying to, con- like, <laughs> they, they at one point had like a mission from God where they were just like, no, but we need to convince the other people in college that they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. misreading Born yeah, yeah, in the USA. Yeah, don't, don't talk about yeah. that. Uh, that, that. That would be a spoiler thing. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's just, but it's, the, yeah, that yeah. scene like is not entirely spoiler. Like, it's not spoilery yeah, yeah. like the moment when they decide like we need to do something yeah, yeah but yeah. like the, the the payoff is funny but it but it's that but it's that feeling because i mean i it's it's one of these weird things where like springsteen fans are not seen as like outcast the way that again like people listen to cure yeah. or people listen to, you know like you know well, like even, certain even like the dead or dave matthews like you say that and and people immediately conjure an image of like what those fans yeah. are and uh, and it, again, I mean, like we're two now we're two middle-aged white men, uh, yeah. but <laughs> or at least cu- on the cusp of middle age, yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on. I mean, I don't expect to live past it or whatever. Forty. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the cross of the millennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't expect to live that long. No, but uh, no, but it's it because it's but it is interesting because it's so Bruce is so pervasive that almost everybody on the planet knows has heard of him like at least above the age of like 18 at this point um and and so it ends up being this weird thing where it's kind of like well it's a given but also you're this weird almost a weird outcast to some level because and and people would like like you know, at least like me, like I have one station that yeah. I listen to on, on my serious radio and yeah. it's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So it's this. I like the fact that actually they, that like they handled it pretty well in this movie yeah. in the sense that they were clearly out of step. Mm-hmm. Like they were a little off, but they weren't like, nobody looked down on them yeah, because yeah. of it. It was just kind of like, okay, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and, and so like, that was one of the things that I, I really liked because like that's kind of how it feels in real life. It's like no, nobody looks down on you, nobody bitches about it. Like it's Springsteen. Yeah, Everybody yeah. likes a couple of songs and mm-hmm. you know, and so like it's not a thing, but it's also it is a thing because you're because mm-hmm. people are like, wait, there are still people who are like obsessed with Springsteen. Yeah. Also, I mean, I just you know, it's mainly like it was like when you're 16 years old and like yeah. you know whatever and like or you know when you're. That's the other thing is like there's so many little things in here. On your arm. <laughs> there are so many things in here too that yeah. like that. That little things that seemed over the top that might have felt out of place in other movies, yeah. but because of the fact that he's a 16 or 17 year old, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, this is a high school movie. Yeah. And so, like, there are bits of it where, like, he's like reciting lyrics at people or shouting lyrics at yeah, people, yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah, but that's a thing that happens when you're 16 and obsessed <laughs> yeah, with a band. Yeah, I did that. I did like, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember shaking hands with the head of the Bible department at my first college, uh, which is a Christian college, and he was the minister at the local church, and it was like a big fancy church. 
and uh, shaking hands with him first time I met him and then quoting Steppenwolf at him. <laughs> uh, they fill this house with things of gold while handing crumbs to the old and poor, and then yeah. you preach about being pure and wonder why we're laughing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that didn't that didn't win me friends, but that was a, like a thing shock, shock. that you do as a 19-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, um, uh, again, I, I thought, I thought almost every choice they made in this movie was kind of the right choice. Again, there were some weird, like, camera angles and things, but I think that was, like, trying to create an emotional space and then just having that emotional space butt up against, yeah. like, Western cinematic conventions yeah. to where it was like, you see a, a, an extreme close-up and you expect something bad is going to happen because it's an unsettling shot. Yeah. But, like... It never does, and I don't think they were meaning to do that. I think it's just bumping up against my own expectations. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I, it it felt, um, it, it definitely has an independent film feel to it in the yeah. way that, it, like, it's a little it's a little rough around the mm-hmm. edges. But, again, I think that since it's so, the film is so pure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I also, it's, know, it, and, you know, Bend It Like Beckham, and I think part of it is, again, like, the best comparison, yeah. I think. Uh, because it had Kira Knightley in it, who is yeah. at least on cusp of stardom. Yeah, I'm she, trying to remember. I I, can't, I think what? I think Bendit was right before Pirates. I think that yeah, was her breakout. At least, I yeah. And but um and and, and it just and I think it was within the world of Love Actually and kind yeah. of all the those films. So it just it felt a little too. That film always felt like a little too produced. Yeah. Um and and this film felt like 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 what it is, is yeah. which is i assume i mean again we're, I, I don't know yeah. if you looked up the budget but no, i assume like no. a very like low budget yeah. lower budget film i think too, and i don't even know why we're saying low budget film other than because yeah, i mean well because it, there's it, nothing it, that yeah necessarily well you know, i actually one of the things that struck me is yeah. that um they used like stock footage like uh, the, there were points where it was clearly like the guys are on a green screen against stock footage uh, of New yeah. Jersey in the seventies because like they didn't have the money in this movie to. I, I don't like again like and again, I mean that's and it's weird because there's cho- like there's certain choices so it's like the kind of um, amateurish nature of the words that were around him mm. I couldn't tell was like because that's like that's like a really cheap thing to do yeah. even today like the programs I have on my computer mm-hmm. can do it and my computer can do yeah. it pretty well um, and so it just ends up being one of those like did they make the choices that like for it to not be really flashy because it would have really stood out in the film in the same way that yeah. there's a there's a dance and I think I think it's a little bit in the trailer uh, but there's like when he first listens to Bruce yeah. and he goes outside and it's just it's literally just projected you can tell yeah. that it's just a projector yeah. as opposed to and like, a film that it, had another million bucks probably yeah. would have done like uh, uh, you know it's actually again another yeah, thing that's yeah. pretty easy to do in in like uh Whatever the fuck that program's called, Jesus Christ. After Effects. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> I hate After Effects um, <laughs> because I don't know how to use it uh, well. Um, but uh, it's it's something you can do in After Effects. Mm-hmm. But they literally, it was very quite clear that it was just a it was just yeah. a projector, which I I I both like. I'm like I wish it was a little bit clearer, but I also kind of wish that. It, but I also yeah. dug the like. I, I like the fact that like because it's a, it, it does give a different mm-hmm. feel. Like if they had built that into the background and essentially yeah. uh, 
composited him on top of it yeah. so that he wasn't like getting projected on his face yeah uh it would have it would have been a different feel like mm-hmm. it would have been it wouldn't have been as tactile i think yeah. it would have been obviously like i mean no matter what you do it's obviously a special effect of projecting lyrics on the side yeah. of a building in a storm yeah, yeah um but uh you know i i think that i I have to assume in that case it was definitely a choice because, again, I feel like it, it felt much more tactile yeah. having it. It, it, it. For me, it's one of those things where it's like either way, like if it was a choice versus, yeah, I don't know, you know, just yeah, it if, works. If it was for, a creative versus a financial choice, I mean, it's a choice either way. It works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like it works for me either way. It just I, it is one of those like it. it's curious because it could be either one of them. Um, I think that the I, and I think that either one of them could have worked. But I also think that the moment you start adding you know quote unquote you know computer yeah. graphic uh yeah. you know things to, to to the to this type of film yeah. then you start having other expectations yeah. for the film which shouldn't be met like i liked how kind of um i liked how sparse it looked in a lot of places yeah. um one of the things that i think really worked for it that probably most people will ignore mm-hmm. is like the production design and makeup elements of it cuz like the fact that it was set in like lower middle class London in mm-hmm. 1988 during the height of the the like Thatcher depression. Yeah. Um. It. You get Haley Atwell, who's like one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood, <laughs> and she was like not totally unrecognizable, but like yeah. she was unrecognizable enough that I had to like go on IMDb and be like, "That's Haley Atwell, right?" Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and and that's kind of the movie's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody looks like they would have looked in London in the 80s. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, there are days I just thank Lord that I was born later yeah. than earlier. But uh, <laughs> the 80s were just... I, I don't understand yeah, the, the, the obsession some... with the 80s. I don't understand the obsession with the 90s either, for that sake. But... Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for the 2000s to become a thing when when all the cool kids are wearing 911 jumpers. Yeah, 911 and anti-Bush t-shirts. Yeah. Ooh, I do have a couple anti-Bush t-shirts that so probably could. Make I still have that one you gave me that's the anti-George H.W. Bush. That nice. Uncle George wants you. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think that the one thing that you kind of hit on briefly and uh, that's worth kind of bringing up again because I started and we got sidetracked mm-hmm. is. The, the song, the, the music does a really effective job of, like, doing what music does. It's supposed to, it's an emotional anchor and it's an emotional connection to the scenes. Um, because of the fact that it's Bruce and because of the fact that we're both so enamored of Bruce, it's like, there were bits of this movie that I'm like, they were, it was incredibly effective for me. I don't know that it would be incredibly effective yeah. for everybody. I do think that the movie itself is charming enough yeah. that... Um, most people would really like it. I do think, too, that there's going to be an element of... Like, there will be some small percentage of the audience who's, like, turned on to Bruce because this movie shows him in a light that is not, like, the mm-hmm. normal, you yeah. know? Which, again, is kind of like there's a stated mission at some point in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, that that's a thing they want to do. Yeah. And so I think it's interesting that, like, the movie will probably yeah. do that more and, than and, anything. And they, they barely touched upon it, yeah. which which I actually like that they didn't, because the obvious is always the argument. It was like, well, Ronald Reagan... 
Megan listens to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, first off, no, he doesn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, he wouldn't. Even though, like, he used the campaign music and, and stuff like that. And it's always that argument that, like, people just don't like Bruce Springsteen because of Ronald Reagan uh, yeah. or because of whatever. And, you know, and don't get that. Like, I mean, fucking Donald Trump still has, has yeah. played Bruce a couple times. And I'm yeah. like, ah! Yeah, people still don't fucking get it. And it, it the funny thing is, like... Well, I mean, most... A lot of his... I mean, you know, I mean, it, it goes down to the, the fact that, you know, you had all these Bruce fans that were shocked uh, when uh, the um, when 40, uh, 41 Shots came out. Yeah. And um, and everyone, you know, would... We were at the, the Detroit? It was Detroit, yeah, the right? Detroit. Detroit concert, and I would say that people... A lot of pe- people reacted like it was an intermission and, like, yeah, walked yeah. out of the, you know, theater. Yeah, and there have been, like... Um, I, I went to... It wasn't the Detroit show. Maybe it was Last Dance at Shea. One of the shows we went to where they played 41 Shots, I just, I distinctly remember there was this really pretty cop mm-hmm. who was, like, running security near us. Yeah. And, like, she was really, like, she clearly had gotten the gig because she, like, was a Springsteen fan and wanted to go to the concert for free. Yeah, yeah. And she was sitting there really digging everything. And then, like, during 41 Shots got really visibly annoyed. And it's just one of those things. Like I, yeah, if it was like at, I was at Shea, she would have been at NYPD, so she would have been one of the people that fucking murdered him. So yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> but uh, um, I, yeah, I. Uh, it's if you're, uh, I might as well. Uh, if, if you're a Bruce fan, um, yeah, fuck, of course you're gonna go see this film. Yeah. Uh, and definitely go see it in theaters because it is it it's it's rare that you get for like thirteen dollars get to sit around and and sing. Bruce yeah, Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> I get. I was like kind of looking around. I'm like, am I the only one like actually singing out loud? Okay, good. No, because like it is loud. Like there's moments. It's loud yeah. enough that you can kind of like quietly sing to yourself, and it's not like rude in a movie theater sort of thing. Um, but um, it is. It's it's a nice moment. I think that you yeah. know since. Otherwise, yeah, it's 143 dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those. Things <laughs> Which too, like, that was actually the moment that when. Uh, um, anyway, I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I know what you're spoiler saying. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I was I was a little disappointed that that's the, the thing you're you're talking about didn't get a payoff later yeah, yeah. down the line. Yeah, yeah. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we anyway. spoiled we spoiled Endgame, but we're not going to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Any any final thoughts before we. Uh, um, I, this is one of those, I think that, uh, if you have a friend who, uh, I would definitely, you know, if you yeah. have a friend that's, that's open to Bruce, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> sorry, like if you're open to, uh, if you open your, uh, your heart to Bruce Springsteen, I gotta, I gotta make, like, so... I gotta make like a note of this timestamp so that I can, uh, I can like stick the, the whole ministry of rock and roll monologue <laughs> from, I'm here tonight, I'm here tonight. 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 To re-educate you, to resuscitate you, to regenerate you, to reconfiscate you, to re to re-indoctrinate you, to re-sexualate you, to rededicate you, to re you. With the power. I I still remember I still remember basically every single girlfriend I've ever had every single yeah. person who was close and I'm like no I need to make 
I yeah. need to make an album yeah. for you. I need to yeah. listen. And like ended up somehow getting almost every single person I know hooked <laughs> on Bruce somehow. I think Paige is the only per- yeah. well, my only close friend who I haven't somehow yeah. dragged kicking and screaming into. I, I will say that but... my wife like uh, <laughs> my wife has never been like as as overtly like yay Bruce is me, mm-hmm. but like. She didn't know him pretty much at all when we got together. Mm. And then, like, when she was uh, in labor for, um, I think it was Sammy. Cause yeah. it was, but it was, like, uh, <laughs> I had to be home with Daniel, and her parents hadn't shown up yet so that I could join her at the yeah. hospital. Uh, but she drove herself to the hospital listening to Wrecking Ball. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so now every time one of the songs from that record comes on, she's just like, oh, this is my favorite album because I start having contractions. Yeah. Anyway, but but uh, but it, it it if you have a friend, I mean, like drag them along because yeah, not yeah. only is it like it's it's a good film anyway. Yeah. Um, it, it's gonna be real interesting. My in-laws wanted me to like take them to this. Yeah. And uh, first of all, I don't know how I would manage that because, like, childcare, like, they are the childcare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, the, you know, they wanted to go with me to this essentially so that I can be their guide like I am with comic book movies for people. Yeah. Um, and, and if we manage to get some version of that done, mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see how they – because, like, my, my father-in-law in particular is, like, he's, he's a drummer. He's somebody who's, like – very about musicality like he doesn't he doesn't process lyrics like at all like he doesn't care about them and like obviously like springsteen like a big part of springsteen's appeal is the 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 lyrics Mm. you know and so like we've had like we've had conversations about this before where i try to explain to him what the appeal is and i'm just like you kind of have to like you would have to sit down and actually listen to a record in the way that it's intended to be listened yeah, to yeah. in order for it it's to... also I, I i know a lot of i know a handful of drummers and it's really hard to get because max is not not top tier well it's not even that he's top tier it's just that the music doesn't call for yeah he doesn't do that because it's not a flat it's not like i still because i it's it's funny because i still remember this i was on a a, a double date with uh one of my ex's friends um mm. and from back in college yeah and he was a fuck i don't care he was a pretentious fuck mm-hmm. and i'm sure i was a pretentious fuck i was in fucking film school like yeah so anyway but he was a pretentious fuck and like he was just like talking about music and and things like that and and of course like i i don't i'm not a music person in that yeah. in the way that I am a movie person right um and so it's just like oh what's your favorite music I'm like or what's your, who's your favorite drummer and I'm like fuck if I know yeah. I'm like I can name like the drummer from Queen the drummer from Pink Floyd um the drummer yeah. and I was just like the only person I'm like Max yeah and he was just like he's like a metronome and I'm like I don't know man you asked me who your favorite favorite drummer is not who your favorite who yeah, the best yeah. drummer is that you like those yeah. are two different things like who's the best lyricist is yeah, not yeah. necessarily Bruce Springsteen it's probably Bob Dylan or Phil you know somebody else yeah. who's the you know it's like who's your favorite is a different thing yeah and so like I don't know like I've never had the pretension about my music that it's like yeah, no. this is the best music and I'm like no this is the best stuff that I, I, like. I it's like I I, <laughs> I love Max and like part of it is yeah. like okay if you're if you've played with Bruce Springsteen and Conan O'Brien like okay fuck take my money like, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, uh, but I don't. I mean, like, I don't know the drummer from was it Keith Moon is the yeah, drummer. Who, I yeah, think, right? I mean, like, if, I don't know if Keith Moon could fucking would, would wouldn't match with Springsteen. It would be a fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. You have this like singing, and then you you know yeah. a great or more likely Keith Moon would probably just play 
relatively similar the to fucking, how yeah, Maxwiber exactly. is because it's not you know it's like because it, he's a good it, drummer and that's what you do and that's what you're asking yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's like you're it's, you're not in a fucking jazz band yeah. where it's like everybody's trying to get their you know yeah. no it's I mean it's um so if like yeah so if you had if you I mean it's like you know maybe if you pull out you know it, to me if like is future I mean luckily Bruce has always had a really great fucking saxophonist like. If you pull yeah. somebody out who's like a sucky saxophonist, be like, this would be weird then, yeah, because yeah. then you know there's certain things that are called for. But anyway, <laughs> yes. So anyway, that's we could rant more, but, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I fucking of course go see it. And uh, if you listen to this podcast, then you, it's this is like one of those mandatory things. Yeah, yeah. This is you know we need we need to spread the good word of Bruce Springsteen. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I wish they made like t-shirts for this movie because in principle we should make like, them. But yeah, <laughs> um, that's a good idea actually. I was blinded by the light. I love this music. You know what I? So. What I should do is we should do a uh, we should do a t-shirt using lyrics from The Promised Land with a tornado of, of his <laughs> yes. pages. Yes. Uh, and then just call it Wonder Boys. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You know the paper. Yeah, yeah, I got, it. I got, it. no, I know. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, yeah, I mean, and and I'm pretty much in the same, like I, like I've said all along. It's like you know, I I wanted this movie to be good. Um, it definitely was. It met all of my expectations. It exceeded many of my expectations because I was definitely worried it would be a little bit too like twee. Yeah. yeah. Um. It will be interesting to see, like, once I've had a chance to, like, talk to some people or bring some people who aren't yeah. huge Springsteen fans, yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how much of the stuff connects with yeah. them. Like, there's a there's a particular song that I kept waiting to come up because mm-hmm. it's thematically very important to this movie, mm-hmm. and they used it super late in the movie mm-hmm. uh, for reasons that are obvious once you watch the film. Um, but uh, in that, like, they don't spotlight that song in the way that they spotlight you know sort of say born to run yeah. or the promised land yeah and so i feel like there's like there's an element of like when this one song off the river comes in like you have to kind of already know that song and yeah. what it's about to understand like this is why it's super important to the story right now yeah um and so i'm like there's little things like that where i'm like i don't know if that'll play the same yeah. way with people who don't yeah it, it, it's interesting i mean a super weird comparison would be like you know it's it's like wait does Jay, does if i brought somebody who doesn't really know kevin smith films to jay and silent strike back would they enjoy- yeah yeah exactly no but it's it's a very <laughs> no, no, similar no, 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 but it's like this is this is very much a fanboy film but i don't yeah. think that like but it, in so much as you enjoy it so much more yeah. i mean like most again, if, if okay. it's like any you know compare like any good comic book film yeah. it's the same deal it's like yeah. you should in, you'll enjoy it like you know into the verse uh yeah. you know you'll enjoy spider verse a hell of a lot more if you're a big spider-man fan and you know it yeah and you but know who these people are also level, yeah. i know that greg greg palace who is not a spider-man fan fucking loved that film yeah. and thought it was insane because yeah. it well it's an insanely good film um but... yeah and i i would i would say too like uh uh another we we kind of made the comparison earlier uh of and now i've completely lost my what the comparison was um it's like on the tip of my tongue and it's gonna drive me crazy now there was some other movie that i i that we were talking about earlier oh oh, oh, oh. uh I was talking about the Nick Hornby stuff, and, like, Fever Pitch is a really perfect example of this. Like, so much more of that book, especially, and, like, the English version of the movie mm-hmm. makes makes sense if you follow Arsenal. Yeah. Um, 
but I still enjoyed it without knowing fuck all about them. Yeah. Because, like, the context in which he makes his references make it clear enough yeah, yeah. what the reference yeah. is. Um, also, like, this movie, everyone in the film, it's something we didn't actually mention, everyone in the film is really fucking good. Oh, yeah. yeah like, absolutely. there's, there's, the, the, the main character is, is perfect. Yeah. Like, also has, like, such a Bruce, <laughs> like, mm. he becomes Bruce a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not which, just which clothes-wise. You, you see in the trailer. But, like, he evolved. Yeah. It's fun. It, they do a really good evolution mm-hmm. by the end of the film. Like, there's a handful of, like, profile or whatever, mm-hmm. and he is, you know, it's a, he's a Pakistani kid. Yeah. But he, like, it's like... It's, well, Bruce has the Italian nose anyway. Yeah, but so. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, it's just like he has a very much a, you know, yeah. the Bruce kind of, like, look, and obviously the hair and everything, everything you can pull it out. Yeah. But, um, like... Yeah, I, I liked also the fact that, and this is just a recurring, like, this is, a, again, like, being a Springsteen fan in real life, mm-hmm. the, the like, recurring joke about people thinking he's Jewish. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, but everybody, like, you know, the random teacher, the his family members, you know, who have, like, very small little parts. Yeah. They all, they all have, like, their moments. Um, yeah. Like, there's, there's a moment where, um... Uh, the main character goes to like basically uh, escort his his sister to a yeah. uh, a daytimer. Yeah. Which which is not uh, a thing I've heard which, of. But again, it's like surprising not a thing. There. Yeah, basically, it's a it's like it's a basically party. A, yeah, it's like a daytime rave. Yeah, but yeah. like centered around apparently like Asian culture. Yeah. Uh, and and like that that scene was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like that was really because that also is one of those like it 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 was able to draw in like him listening to his music yeah. and his his sister listening to it yeah and i, I like i really like the fact like... that um without spoiling it too yeah, much about like i like the fact that like they integrated the springsteen music without it being <laughs> without it, like taking over the yeah. scene yes. so to speak yeah um because like i was concerned that it was going to be like, oh, look, the first time we have, like, any kind of celebration of Pakistani yeah, yeah, identity yeah, in this yeah. movie, and it immediately becomes, like, Bruce another opportunity yeah, yeah. to talk about Bruce. And Yeah, but um, it was that, the way that they did that was fa- was fantastic. Yeah. And, again, it, one of those, I'm like, I don't know how to discuss it without spoiling. Yeah, it's And really it's not, hard. again, it's not really spoiling things. No, it's, it's not the kind it's of the way that, that it's, but, it's the yeah. way that NPR, like, talks about the, talks about movies where they just talk about they explain the movie and be yeah. like, this was a really good scene. And I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we did that a lot. In this uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure we but did, We always but... do that. But, um, but anyway, but, <laughs> uh, the, why don't we close this out yes. by, uh, uh, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, is there one song that either you would have liked to have seen in this movie or that you mm. thought was going to come up in this movie that, uh, that didn't get in there? I, I, uh, and, and again, it, it'd be interesting. Again, I want to read the book now, mm. uh, because, uh, hit, uh, Greetings uh, wasn't was anything. What was uh, Blinded by the Lights from Greetings, right? Or is that from Wild and Innocent? Fuck. I th- I'm pretty fans. sure it's from Greetings. <laughs> I, I I don't I, I mean I guess I don't know. Like I I, I kind of yeah. I, mean, I listen to like full disclosure for the last ten years. I've pretty much exclusively listened to live albums. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my problem too. Is that like I, I everything's don't, a suit yeah, now or it's an assorted. So it's like I've lost the early yeah. albums. But um, I don't know. Not really. Uh, I mean, there's it's not that there's a song. I, I wish that there was. In general, the, my only thing would be like I wish that there was more songs. Uh, I mean, I fucking love Promise. Yeah, it's that, one of my that's favorite one songs. Thing kept going back to the same so, three. So like, and uh-huh. and that's a really nice. You know, it yeah. has a really nice score and everything that it works really well for 
for what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. But um, I just do, I do wish that there was a little bit more. The one, um, you know, so I mean, like they had almost all of my favorite songs in there. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why they would have Rosalita. You know, like yeah, yeah. The, all the songs that like I I might like that I'm mean, like that would be a weird. There's you know, there's unless, one there's <laughs> he one didn't for fall me. His, fall in love with a Hispanic girl. So there's one yeah. for me that's less about actually. Uh, it's less about the. Uh, my favorite song element mm-hmm. of it, and it's more about like holy shit, this would have been perfect for the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Uh, which is Bobby Jean. Yeah. And I was like kind of shocked that that didn't yeah. get in there because of like the the subplot that or, uh, it would have been perfect for. Um, Candy? It went. No. Oh my god. Candy's room. Or... Candy's room. Yeah. There you go. But my, my like. But there, there wasn't really a build-up to that sort of moment. But yeah, like, yeah. Because he never, like, it's, they, yeah, anyway. They, they they don't, like, go up to her room or something like yeah, that, yeah. and so it wouldn't be I, It's but, funny, I, and, I was like, actually, she's just... I thought that, like, you could justify Candy's room <laughs> because of his room, because of all the, yeah. like, the posters. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was waiting for the moment where, like, are you, are you gay, son? Or something yeah. like that, just because there's all these, like, you know, I mean, like, Bruce Springsteen, like out, like a lot of his, like the photos that are famous yeah, of his, yeah. are like, I don't know if I'd ever hang them up on my wall as like a teenager, just because yeah. I don't want like a picture of a sultry looking man, yeah. on my wall, which is something. I mean, I've never. <laughs> Although I did have at one point, I did have the More to Run album cover, yeah. like because the record broke, yeah, yeah, and I had the album cover like in a, framed on my wall as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Bo- Bobby Jean was one that that. I like stuck out to me as like, oh, that one would have made a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the actually one before we actually go. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say that like, and again, it worked because of how kind of charming the movie is, and like it, mm-hmm. that it's meant to be charming. Yeah. Like that's that's a thing. Yeah. Um, there are some really like didactic like musical theater kind of uses of the Springsteen lyrics, yeah. where it's like even things that aren't that aren't thematically true to the lyrics but they yeah. are literally true in the yeah, sense yeah. that it's like talking about a thing somebody's doing yeah, yeah, yeah. and in the song it's a metaphor but on screen you just see that fucking thing happening <laughs> yeah. and and so like that was a thing that I'm like the movie got away with it yeah, yeah. because like the movie had that charm and it was yeah. like it was able to do again it, like it has the musical theater yeah. element to it yeah. uh, but like I was surprised and kind of impressed <laughs> that they walked that line because there were bits of it where you're just like that Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, no, there's 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 a lot I think in the film, especially again, I mean like if you're a Springsteen fan, I think yeah. like maybe if you're like a person who is in the middle ground, yeah. I don't know I don't know what it would walk, like where you're open to yeah. spring or you you're you're like a light fan. Yeah. Where you might get a little like hmm but there, like I yeah, yeah. you give this film a lot of credit, I think, just because it's so much. It is. It's. It's really fun as a Springsteen yeah. fan to actually see see this yeah. type of stuff. Um, uh, yeah, and it's funny. I missed yesterday the Beatles version of this. Yeah, that yeah. Came out just a bit ago. Um, and and that's something that we'll have to talk about when it's on DVD or something. Yeah, I, no, I, I did want to see it. I re- it looked yeah, like a really yeah, good movie. Yeah. Like independent of the fact that I'm not crazy about the Beatles. Yeah, no. I just uh, love the the concept and the. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's such a great fantastic. idea. Um, but it was funny seeing the two of them back to back. It's like I actually I, I I'd be curious to look at the box office for yesterday and see like is this the expectation for Blinded by the Light? Just yeah. like here's what this is gonna do. Um, all right, so yeah, that's that's our uh, that's our show. We've given you like seven false endings now. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, exactly. And now here's Sam Jackson. We're returning. We're returning <laughs> to the kinging this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, and then, we made two separate movie references. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Be back by noon on the fifth day for more from Emerald City Video, and always remember to rewind your cassettes. Now, unlike my competitors, I cannot, I shall not, I will not promise you life in the last. But I can promise you life right now. Hey, hey.